0: Episode 279.
1: The STEM program is really important to us because, I mean, for Mr. Sprague and your generation, you guys had wood shop and metal shop that type of thing. We don't have that anymore, so we have our STEM class. So we get to we get to learn the practical skills, the life skills like teamwork, leadership, things of that nature, and then we get to learn the trades of um, welding for the NASA rover, doing composites. Um, Ali is learning how to uh, do use a CNC machine. So it's it's important in that aspect, and it teaches us the life skills that we're going to. Need to succeed after high school, which a lot of high school students don't have anymore.
0: Welcome, aftermarketers, to Remarkable Results Radio. Listen to learn just one thing from today's episode on your journey to remarkable results. Welcome after marketers from North America and around the world. Hey, ever wonder where shop glass went? Remember the special shops in high school? Yeah, back in the day where we went to work with metal and wood. And there was even a print shop and, of course, the auto shop. Well, I'm here to tell you that at Wheat Ridge High School in Wheat Ridge, Colorado, the auto shop is alive and well in their STEM program. And it has been kicked up a whole lot of notches. Now, just in case you don't know STEM, it's the acronym for Science, Technology, Engineering, and Math. Now you're up for a treat. Something different, yet right along with the premise that the podcast stretches your thinking and delivers content that lands a great story right in your heart. Carm Capriato here thanking Federal Mogul Motor Parts and Garage Gurus for their support of the Aftermarket's premier podcast. You can search for parts, get the latest technical updates, and sign up for their Garage Rewards Loyalty Program at their website, fmmotorparts.com. Hey, nothing like getting in on the rewards. Hey, have you become an aftermarket insider of the podcast? Well, sign up for episode release notifications and academy updates. Go to RemarkableResults.biz slash social for the insider link. And listening is easy when you use the Remarkable Results Radio listening app. I hope you enjoy the cool features it has. If you need to get it for your smartphone, just go to your app store and search for Remarkable Results Radio and install it. You won't be disappointed. Hey, I'd love to welcome new Facebook friends, Dennis Nihas, Tim, Lena, and Blake Cassidy. And to my new LinkedIn connections, Natalie Spears, Steve Helwig, and Rito Philly. Thanks so much for your connections. Hey, find the show notes for this episode at RemarkableResults.biz E279. You'll also find links to the school's STEM program and a special video highlighting their extraordinary efforts. Also, thanks to Donnie Seifer, executive officer at NASDAQ, and Charles Sprague, the STEM class advisor at Wheat Ridge High, for helping make this interview possible. We recorded at Apex 2017. Now, open your mind. Prepare to learn about powerful programs that exist in our education system that will have a huge impact on our future. Prepare to be amazed, not just about this incredible STEM program that has everything to do with the automotive. You will marvel at these high school students' dedication to the challenge. Prepare to discover the energy and fortitude this team has to be the best at what they do and have a very powerful winning spirit. This is one smart interview with a very special group of eight students and one of their advisors. Discover with me the ultimate challenge to build a hydrogen vehicle that competes in the Shell Echo Marathon. There's also a NASA connection here. Learn how this college level challenge works with a team of 80 high school students all giving of themselves an enormous amount of extra time designing, modeling, building, marketing, and even raising funds for the project. Learn about this year's Urban Concept Car and their quest to win it all. In fact, they've won it twice in the last three years. Now with me is Jacqueline Pedlau, Casey Kramer, Allie Helton, Teresa Kennison, Kevin McCoy, Ian Clark, TJ Arbuckle, Gabriella Cordova, and advisor Charles Sprague. Now, listen to the Wheat Ridge High School STEM program. I am speechless and, and totally honored to be sitting in here, and I know I've never even counted, guys. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight students from Wheat Ridge High School, Wheat Ridge, Colorado, along with instructor Charles Sprague. And this is the STEM group that's going to speak at Apex tomorrow. You're going to be a part of Donnie Cipher's program. Do you know the pressure on you to get up in front and dazzle the world that says, uh, the art of the automobile today is really high-tech, and none of you know that, right? Yeah, and they're all smiling at me because they're so deep into this great program at uh, at Wheat Ridge, and uh, had a great privilege to sit down with uh, Mr. Sprague. And I have to tell you, if you turn off this episode, you are going to lose. You've got to realize the power that's going on inside of education today and what we're doing in the ranks of the STEM program, science, technology, engineering, and math. I want to encourage you all and tell us, Chuck, the website to go on to see all the stuff that's going on at the school.
2: Uh, well, we have a website at our high school, which is Wheat Ridge High dot uh, org and you can go to the stem uh pull down there and then we also have a facebook page and a youtube page a college
0: came to you guys and said you know what we'd love to do is we'd love to take this college program and see if it'll work at a high school is that right
2: that's correct. University of Colorado Denver um, came to us. Uh, instructor uh, Mr. Gallagher and Dr. Ron Rohr, they wanted to see if they could push some semblance of a senior design class into a high school if the students had help uh, from the instructors and start having more hands-on projects in a high school and not just box projects that are sent to you in the mail and you put together. And so you said yes. We said yes, and then we had to go and get permission from our principal at the time uh, to see if they let us do it. So, so we went in, I and one of the other instructors, and we're like, we have this new idea to put uh, STEM maybe on steroids. Can you let us do it? Can we have some time? And uh, he said yes. He wanted to see what would happen if 16 students and an instructor and a university all worked together and see what, what we could do. You know, in, le- in, the, in the world of leadership, and you're all gonna learn this, challenging people
0: is a thing to do. And you guys were up for the challenge. I mean, obviously not in the first year because this is four years in, right? We're four years in? This is our fourth year. And you started with 16. But you told me you have 80 students in the program?
2: Yes, we're up to 80 this year. And we've actually had students come from multiple districts because they heard about what we're doing. And they took a tour and were able to see the students work in our shop downstairs. Obviously, it's a hell of an honor to be in this program, right guys? Yeah. A collective yes.
0: Yes. yes. I want everyone to know that I've got all you guys in the studio. And we only have four bikes, and we have, well, how many did I say is here? Eight. Eight, Eight of them. Eight. So we're going we're gonna to have to do some sharing here.
2: And, and just so you know, you have four of the original 16 here.
0: Four of the original 16. And by the way, this car goes from concept and design all the way to the drivers, and you compete in the Shell Echo Marathon, and two of the drivers are here. Am I right? Yes. And I also know that you guys have won twice in the last three years. I mean, tell me about the parties you're having after the victory. (laughs)
2: Kevin, it's okay. You guys can be boisterous. Enjoy. Have fun.
0: You've got to be so proud. I mean, you're 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 building an ultimate team. You're 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 doing technology that I wouldn't I wouldn't know about. And so I I kind of want to get into this a little bit. Every year you're challenged. With a new model, Kevin? Yeah.
1: So um, a lot of the colleges that we compete against in the Shell Eco Marathon, they, um, they do legacy cars. So they'll build a body for a vehicle, and then they'll race it multiple times each year, just making, um, they're just adding to the vehicle to make it more fuel efficient. But we're different in the sense that we build a new car, whether it's an urban concept or a prototype vehicle every year from scratch.
0: You just touched on something. Urban concept car, Yes. That's yours, right? Yeah, I'm the lead of the Urban You're concept. You're the lead designer. Yes. Wow. <laughs> what do you want to grow up and be, buddy? I'm going to be, go into
1: the Army to be a crew chief on a Blackhawk. I'll do that 10 days after graduation this year.
0: Really? Yes, sir. And then when are you going to be a designer? When you get out? Yeah, six years after, maybe. A crew chief on a, on a, on a Blackhawk. Yes, sir. Good for you. Thank you. And so the prototype car, where's Jacqueline? You're building or at least lead designing the prototype car.
3: I was lead design for the prototype car last year.
0: Last year. Got it. Can you describe the car to me?
3: The first year it was very rounded, but that made manufacturing difficult to bolt everything on. So the second year when I was lead, we added, we made it straighter. Uh, We made the sides more flat.
0: And it it assembled easier?
3: Yes, very much. It was more aerodynamic, though aerodynamics is not that that big of a deal because we're only going about 15 miles an hour on the track. Is
0: there a top speed that they allow?
3: they allow any speed. So ideally, because the competition is for fuel efficiency, you want to be as slow as possible. So they put a cap of 25 minutes. You have to complete the six mile course in under 25 minutes. And so that averages out to be about uh, 14, 15 miles an hour. It's not
0: a speed course then? No. It's an efficiency course. Yes. Wow. And that's what you have to keep in mind as you're building this car. Mr. Sprague said you're doing stuff with composites? And is it, is it because of strength or weight, being, having it be light, lightweight?
3: We use mainly carbon fiber for the body. We put extra either foam support structure or a honeycomb support structure in. This year, we're trying a little bit of a different um, process, but we use carbon fiber because it's extremely light and it's extremely strong.
0: So does Detroit come to you, Mr. Sprague, and say, I need to take these grads and I'll put them through college because I need them to work in Detroit?
2: Uh, We haven't had that happen yet, but we did have some individuals from uh, Lockheed Martin. Uh, They actually are in Colorado as well, and all the individuals that were on that first year's team and second year's team, they have all their their names and numbers, and when they graduate, they said, come see us.
0: I'm talking with Mike Zralik, a technical product specialist with Federal Mogul Motor Parts. Mike, are you an extension of the Technical Support Center we all know as Garage Guru?
4: Most definitely. You know, I spend a lot of time there. Um, I'm involved in all the classes that go on there. I actually host classes there, such as our ASC test prep courses. Um, So very much so an extension of that.
0: Mike, you're in the shop. So what's the greatest outcome that you see from the techs and service advisors that you're spending time with?
4: Not only are they learning about great product, but we get to talk shop. So like, you know, I was in a shop earlier today and we were talking about some electrical diagnosis he was doing. And he was actually having a problem finding some schematics. And we were able to work with that and talk back and forth. So I was able to get educated on a problem he's having in the field, you know, where I can share that with others. And and I can share other ideas from other people with him.
0: Do you actually put product in the hands of the technicians
4: you have to. That's, you know, in, in this industry, a lot of guys are like myself. You got to touch it, feel it, play with it. You know, just telling them about features and benefits isn't going to sell it. You put it in their hands, that's going to sell it hands
0: down. So you take the new Wagner OEX brake pad and you put it in someone's hands. What, what happens?
4: First thing they do is say, Wow. You know, and then they start asking questions about the unique design of it, the unique shape, and and the purpose of that. You know, and they're very blown away by the technology that we put into it. They're amazed by it, and they're they're loving it.
0: Eyes light up, aha moments. You
4: bet, you bet. And why is it taking so long to get this out in the market?
0: And I need them, and I want it right now. Exactly. Federal Mogul Motor Parks Garage Gurus is your go-to source for the vehicle training, technology, and answers you need. To keep your next job on track, on site, online or on demand, the gurus are here to help keep your business and your career on the road to success. Visit fmgarageguru.com. So tell me about this rover.
3: So I was lead design on the rover last year. The NASA Human Powered Rover Challenge is a challenge where you create a two-seated nasa rover um, or a two-seated rover you have to create the wheels on your own you can buy the hubs but that's it create the entire thing it seats two people a boy and a girl have to drive it, and you take it around a 0.5 mile track at NASA headquarters in Huntsville, Alabama, like, um, and the course has obstacles like you're on Mars. So it has craters, it has sand, loose rocks, it has boulders, and then the extra, um, challenge onto that race is that the rover has to be collapsible into a five foot by five foot by five foot cube, essentially, um, mocking sending the rover to Mars, that you only have a five foot by five foot by five foot space to send the rover to Mars, and then it can be assembled there.
2: Oh, that's easy to do, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> so one of, one of the nice things is, yes, Jacqueline has done some on the, the prototype two years ago and the NASA rover last year, so then our students will all pass information along. So we have a different design lead for the NASA rover this year, and we have one of the new drivers in here also that's going to be um, on that human-powered vehicle in April. Allie, get the mic. Do You
0: have to study, talk to the designer. I mean, tell tell me how you got picked and what your challenges are.
5: Um, yeah, so the Sprig came to me and asked me if I wanted to drive this year, and I took the challenge on and. Preparing is like you have to be physical, you have to be active, and you have to be prepared to do the very physical demands that the race takes.
0: And what are they?
5: Uh, so it's a human-powered vehicle, so we're using pedals. So you're, you have to be physically strong to go over those things. You have to be strong enough to lift a vehicle if you have to, uh, those types of qualifications.
0: How many would you be competing with?
2: Uh, there's a high school division and also a university division, and there's about 50 in each. So you get out on the track and you're competing against, what, 100 other uh, prototypes?
0: Yeah.
5: For
3: NASA, the uh, high schools and colleges compete separately. For the Shell Eco Marathon, high schools and colleges compete against one another.
0: Got it. Cool. I'm a long time out of high school, and STEM was something we put air in the tires And I'm just obviously aging myself, but I know my audience, and they'll just kind of get a chuckle out of it, even though you guys didn't. (laughs) (laughs) I'm really so proud, and it is great because uh, my kids are out of school, and STEM is so big and so important now, and it's needed. You know that we need people that have the backgrounds that you have to work in our industry because that car that's out there today is just a rolling computer. And think of the design that's out there and think of where the technology is going. Do any of you want to you know go to college and then get out and work in this, this tech field called the automotive?
4: My plan when I go to college is to major in mechanical engineering and after that apply it to the motorsports industry so within that industry
0: and that would be great. Teresa, yes. what are you doing in the program besides driving?
5: Uh, I'm head of marketing.: for Oh our- right. DEM program, yes. Thanks
0: for bringing that up. Yeah. So let me explain to the audience. Not only are you guys building a car, there's an electrical division that works on all the wiring and and stuff. Then there's the Arduino. I don't know how to say that. Arduino. Arduino. Thank you very much. The Arduino division. Is anybody here in that? No? It's a brand new division. It just started this year. Just started. It's an important division, too. That gives you feedback? Is that what it does?
1: Yeah, so basically um, it's going to be useful for our Shell Eco-Marathon vehicles, so our prototype and our urban concept. Um, so they are basically putting little computers in our vehicles so um, they can track our speed and everything like that to tell us when we need to be coasting or when we need to be um, on the accelerant so that we can try to get the the best fuel efficiency possible. Wow.
0: And then... There's the marketing group. Yes. I love it. And so it's almost like a little mini business. This is how I see this, right?
5: Yes, correct. And
0: so we have the finished product and we can go out and win our awards But we want to tell the world about it, don't we?
5: Exactly, yeah. So with marketing, we are actually able to go out and talk to companies and talk to other people and let them know exactly what we're doing. Also, I do work with TJ in the media side as far as YouTube and Facebook live streams in order to put out our information to the public. So TJ, if you want to touch on that a little bit.
0: TJ, what's your role there?
6: Uh, So my role is the head of the media department. So I am in charge of essentially Everything we see through the public, so anything that goes out through YouTube or Facebook, everything seen by the public goes through me
0: first. It goes through you. Do you assign projects to get video? I I saw some of your stuff on the site. Very impressive videos. Thank
6: you, yes. Um, A lot of it, yes, I manage the teams. I tell them what we need to go out and film, what needs to be processed and how it needs to be looking for the final product that gets released to the public
2: so that they can know what we're doing
0: so um coach you got a pretty a heck of a solid team here
2: yes they're great um they work well as a group and that's one of the top things that we want for this program is come in you get to learn all the skills pick great projects you want to work on and then you become a a team and you work together and, and not only do you do that but you make friends is there something called conflict management at all very rarely, but yes, there is. I can't imagine you guys having an argument amongst each other. Yes, right, right. Oh, two.
0: We have a few stickers, everyone.
2: This is one of the ways that we we deal with that. So especially the first year, uh, we had a few items that didn't work correctly. And we all decided on one Saturday morning, everybody would try their, their ideas. We'd go one direction. And it didn't work. So we all went to lunch. And I'm sure a couple of these four were probably there. We all sat around a big table, and everybody got to, to have their say what they thought we should do to try to fix the problem. And the rule was everybody can say anything they want as long as it's constructive, and then we'll all talk about it as a group. And we did that, and we fixed the problem in the next two hours. That's good conflict
0: resolution, isn't it? I mean, it teaches you something about life, too. The STEM program is really important to us
1: because, I mean, for Mr. Sprague and your generation, you guys had wood shop and metal shop, that type of thing. We don't have that anymore. So we have our STEM class. So we get to, we get to learn the practical skills, the life skills, like teamwork, leadership, things of that nature. And then we get to learn the trades of, um, welding for the NASA rover, doing composites. Um, Ali is learning how to, uh, do, use a CNC machine. So it's, it's important in that aspect and it teaches us the life skills that we're going to need to succeed after high school which a lot of high school students don't have anymore
5: and to follow that also um, with marketing we are able to go out and talk to companies and um, also learn the business side of it so Uh, With our STEM program, we are not funded by the school, so we have to actually go out and get all the funding on our own. So we go out, we present, we tell our story, and we ask, hey, do you want to partner with us so we can do the stuff that we do?
0: It reminds me of Junior Achievement back in the day. You wanted to build a product, you had to sell shares of stock. So who would you go after to become a sponsor?
5: Anyone that we can get. We've partnered with a bunch of people in our community. Wheat Ridge, the city of Wheat Ridge, has been very... Uh, supportive of our STEM program.
0: What kind of
2: money do you need every year?
5: <laughs> oh, it's, it's a large number. I can tell you that much.
2: <laughs> All right. Is it six figures? Not quite. Usually in, uh, around thirty dollars to $50,000 a year is what we need to do the program the way we want to do it. Uh, The fuel cells that go in these cars cost quite a bit. Yeah, hydrogen. Tell me about that. Wow, does hydrogen cars go fast?
3: Do they go fast? Well, uh, Toyota's already put in a hydrogen fuel cell into their cars, and they're already street legal, and there are cars with hydrogen fuel cells, so they're as good as any other gas engine.
0: I've driven in it. Cool car. Nice. You're you're building a hydrogen fuel cell car. Is the NASA rover it's pedals, right, you were saying? Have
2: you, have you won, won that? We took second place in the first year high school division last year. So we'll end up going into another division this year, which will be a, a repeating high school. So then we'll be competing against the others uh, that have been there more than one year as well. Mr. Sprague, how do you get the students into the program? Uh, what we do is our program is set up that anybody that wants to be part of it can. They just have to sign up. And all that we ask is that you want to be a good team player. We'll be there all the time to to work with your teammates uh, because we can't take all of this home. So it's all done in the lab and done um, on the computers, in our computer lab as well. Uh, so we have all sorts of individuals. We've had valedictorians. We have individuals that prefer working with their hands and building. We have some individuals that just want to sit at the computer and design all day because that's where they're comfortable. And then the students get to um, choose their own teams and which project to work on, and then we put them all together, and then they work work well together. So
0: between media and all the divisions, electrical and and building the car, and what do you call that division? Is it just creation, construction?
3: Uh, Typically for the Shell Eco-Marathon cars, we split into four different uh, groups. One is body, one is gears, then we have electrical and steering.
0: Now, how far in this year are you into this new car? This year, we've actually already started building our urban concept car. All right, you started building it, so it's been designed. When's the uh, Eco Challenge? The Eco Challenge is at the end of April. Is at the end of? Oh, so that's when you have to have it. Well, you probably have to get it, get its testing. You got to put it through its paces. We actually
1: have to have most of it done by the first of December to get through Phase Two of the just trying to get into the competition.
2: Okay.
0: Oh, you have to qualify.
2: Yes, the way it works is you go through different phases, and you submit paperwork into Shell. And then they'll say, yes, we believe you'll get your car built. You get through that phase, and then you go through phase two. And uh, once we get through phase two, we know that we're going to be racing.
0: This is so impressive because there's a process and systems and disciplines. And you can't do A before you do B, before you do C. And the drivers are sitting out there saying, I can't wait. (laughs) build it build it right come on in gabriella
3: hi my name is gabriella um i've done stem for about two years year and a half or less i doubled in different parts of stem so far i've done some part of marketing media design work for you know shirts and stuff like that um recently i've been working on the brakes for this year's car for urban concept and um yeah i'm going to be driving for prototype so i'm excited for that
0: cool good for you When you say urban concept, do you start with an idea in mind or you just make something that can travel one person? Help me understand what that urban concept means.
1: Basically, for our urban concept, they give us the guidelines um, as far as our wheel dimensions, our width, height, and length requirements. And then um, it provides a lot lot more complex issues than the prototype. The prototype is just a three-wheeled car. That's based um, pretty much solely on fuel efficiency, but the urban concept has to be basically a street-legal car. So you have to have headlights, turn signals, um, a cargo space opening next year. There's going to have to be opening doors on either side, um, things of that nature. So it it puts a lot more um, into what we do with the prototype.
0: When you were telling us earlier about you have to build your own wheels, but you can buy the hub, I think you said, in the urban concept car, you have to build everything from scratch or are there certain individual things like hubs that you just go out and buy and build around for building our wheels completely that's
1: for the nasa rover um, but for our our prototype vehicles we use bike rims because um, they're the vehicle small enough um, and then for our urban concept we are ordering in um, special tires for our vehicle and then we have to mill out and make our own rims and hubs for them
0: <laughs> I'm flabbergasted. <laughs> so, where's the where's the metal working crew here, or, or is, it, is it the design team? Who's? Okay, please, Allie, talk to us.
5: Um, so I'm probably uh, more upper in the machining and manufacturing of the metal work. Uh, so we use a CNC mill, which is a computer programmed mill, uh, at the school, and we um, I'm learning it this year, uh, and we are um, I'm going to be doing most of the milling for all the cars.
0: Does this happen during the day after school?
5: Uh, So it's both. So we do um, as majority as we can during the school hours, but um, just like anything, we have to put in extra hours. So we do after school, Saturdays, uh, to get all those uh, parts done. Do you love it? Yes.
0: Yes. What's your favorite part? Let's go around the room. Your favorite part, Jacqueline?
3: Honestly, all of it. Being able to work together and... One person can't create this project. You have to have a lot of people who are committed and dedicated to working on the project to get it done. It's such a massive project. And then everyone learns their own strengths and specializes in one part of the car. And one person can't do that alone.
0: Casey, Kramer, my favorite parts work
1: with my hands and designing something. And then two weeks later, I actually get to build what I design.
0: Ah, yes. Yes. You start seeing it become, it's alive. It becomes real. Yeah. Allie Helton.
5: Um, Yeah, so my favorite part is probably the manufacturing, milling, um, that type of stuff. Once again, like Casey, the uh, hands-on being able to work and actually build and not just sit around like a regular class does.
0: Metalworking. I love it. Kevin? Uh, Basically the same
1: manufacturing, but also um, just like the the different kind of people that we have in our class, because there's no rules against who's in the class or not. You get to hang out with a lot of kids that you would never expect, that would never fit into your clique or whatever in in high school. So you get to have that that social mixing, which is really nice in our
0: program. Do they all get a chance to pick what you want to do, or do you rotate them or is it, are they living their passion here are you living the passion of what you want to do yes. Yep. Yes. yep so you don't just sign up and you say uh oh, we're going to throw yeah right alley you go to or you go to marketing is it what <laughs> yeah exactly so you you're each doing what you want to do yep your favorite part teresa
5: going out and talking to companies um i actually used to be really nervous and not want to talk to people i was actually really shy now I'm able to present, and even in class, like, high schools don't really teach you how to create presentations anymore. No one knows how to go out and actually communicate with one another. And so being able to do that has really set me um, above the average. You had
0: to go out and figure it out.
5: Yes, yes. And did you
0: find a mentor, somebody to help you do it, or did you just...
5: Mr. Sprague, he taught us, hey, this is what you need to wear when you're doing business. Uh, let's see, ladies, uh dress and skirt and then the guys like dress up
0: business casual what's that correct right
5: (laughs) yes so mr Sprague has definitely shown us how to do that but then from there he's like well you gotta do it you gotta sink or swim so i love
0: what you said i want to be in marketing i have to talk to people
5: yes yes
0: (laughs) i I I was like
5: wait what and so we went out um Basically, what you do is you see your first crew be able to do it so you're not just thrown out there. But then uh, on top of that, then you get to know a little bit more of who's presenting.
0: Excellent. Best to you. Gabriella. your favorite part.
5: My favorite part is probably
3: the friendships that I make in the program. Um, We're such a great community, like Kevin said. And, you know, it's amazing to work with people who accept you and who like to work with their hands and are all so eager to work as a team. So that's always great.
4: Good
0: for you. Ian Clark.
4: I'd probably say the hands-on building, just being able to work with your hands and learn new abilities to machine like Ali does and design and just being able to build it all together.
0: When you started high school, did you ever think you'd be working with this team?
4: No. As Kevin said, a lot of these people without STEM, I never would have been able to meet them and never would have been able to become friends with them we all have different personalities but when we collaborate together it all mingles
0: well so good stuff love it um do you love to get up every day and can't wait to get to school
6: basically (laughs) i hope the principal wasn't listening
0: (laughs) tj arbaugh
6: i would say my favorite part of the program is getting to do um, my passion, I love doing media it 's my hobby and it 's what I love to do, but on top of that it 's just getting to do something that matters that people care about and get to experience it
0: 's incredible. So how about the recognition that you get and the in the likes on YouTube and the, the people saying, "Wow, that was a great video that 's just got to juice you right up it 's wonderful, but they 're all in it i mean I've, i 've seen the video, and I think you 've all had a, a a piece of it. And it, it's, it's kind of almost like a documentary. I think that's exactly what it is. But but very, uh, very well done. So, Mr. Sprague, your favorite part?
2: I guess my favorite part is being able to offer something to the students that's different and they can find something that they really enjoy doing and giving them opportunities to bring me ideas. And I can learn from them. And, like, there's an Arduino team. There's the marketing team, the media team, the building team. They'll bring me ideas. So I get to help allow the freedom in the class for them to, to explore and find something that they really love in, in the school. So this has been going on for four years now. This is our fourth year. Seniors have graduated out. Nope, seniors are right here. Oh, They're, so you we, guys we have started. Four, we have four of the original crew, and they had no idea what they were getting in, and neither did I. <laughs>
0: and we just went for it. I was going to say, has any senior come back and said, hey, here's where I am and thank God for the STEM program? But that'll that'll come.
2: Uh, we have had some come back, and we actually, in the video that was created by um, TJ and the media group, uh, one of our alumni actually talks in the video that you'll see tomorrow at CARS. Cool. And so you're going to be all on stage, or just a few of you, you're all going to
0: get up there, they're going to show the videos, and I'm going to miss it, because I've got actually a live broadcast to do tomorrow, but I'm going to be there, and hopefully hopefully, I can be there when you're, you guys are on. I'm So tell me about Apex. Have you had a chance to walk around and see what this thing is about? And and, and Did you you walk in and say, oh, my God, this industry, isn't it a big place?
1: Yeah, I mean, all day, all day getting lost. The majority of us have never been to Vegas. So now now we're in here and we're in this expo, and it is overwhelming.
0: You have a chaperone here? Yeah, yeah, we got Mr. Spray. You are are in Vegas. (laughs) Wow. So your first time in Vegas, your first time at Apex? Mm-hmm. Yes. From the bottom of my heart, thanks for being here. Oh, thank you. Hey, thank you, Jacqueline Petlow, Casey Kramer, Allie Helton, Teresa Kennison, Kevin McCoy, Ian Clark, TJR Buckle, Gabriela Cordova, and Advisor Charles Sprague. I'm very impressed and so glad to see this college-level program alive and well at the high school level. These students are prepared to go far in their careers and just maybe have an impact. On the automotive world we live in today. I so enjoyed hearing from them. Find this episode's talking points with the Wheat Ridge School STEM program from Wheat Ridge, Colorado at RemarkableResults.biz slash E279. Hey, don't forget to tune into the Town Hall Academy Live webcast each Friday at twelve noon Eastern to get your links and participate on this unique industry first. Go to RemarkableResults.biz slash live. Hey, thanks for listening.